1: substantive due process clause um, does support some fundamental rights, but only things that are uh, implicit in the ordered concept of liberty or deeply rooted in the history and traditions of this country, they're, they're the kinds of rights that relate to personal, uh, individual autonomy. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and
0: FM 1071. <laughs> well, uh, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson on uh, your ability to keep and bear arms. Is it a fundamental right? Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. And we are watching the hearings uh, in the Senate. Confirmation hearings for, again, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. She uh, is is being questioned, or uh, was being questioned by Senator Chuck Grassley, who started off with some pretty basic stuff. And uh, let me go over that real quick. Uh, He starts off with uh, a freedom of speech question. Uh, Do conservative uh, conservative, uh, protesters deserve the same free speech that liberal protesters deserve? And she said yes. That was her answer, just flat out yes. Uh, he then asked her the question you heard the answer to there a minute ago. Uh, what, is, what about is, is the right to keep and bear arms, the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms, is that a fundamental right? And you just heard her answer, uh, which had to do with concept, concepts of liberty, court precedent, and 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 call me cynical, man. But when you give a long convoluted answer to a fairly simple yes or no answer or yes or no question, it's because you're full of crap on some on some level, and you don't want to answer a simple yes or a no. Which she obviously did not. So does that mean she's a gun grabber? Well, it may be. Because a fundamental right is a fundamental right. It's pretty simple. It's a God given right, or it's a right you. You have by virtue of being born on planet stinking Earth. Yes, and no one can take that right away from you. That's how, That's what a fundamental right is, in my opinion. In my humble opinion. And so, you know, I've only really heard a few minutes of her answering questions. Uh, largely, again, from Senator Chuck Grassley. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley. And uh, she speaks fluent lawyerese. Chris, would you agree with that? She speaks fluent law- ease. I was
2: just thinking the same. Uh, I mean, it, <laughs> I am dizzy with the circles that with which she's <laughs> able to speak. But
0: yeah, right. Uh, again, uh, you know, when you descend in the ease instead of answering yes or no, it's because you don't want to answer no. Is what I'm thinking. Well, I, you know, it, like oh, you ahead. said
2: in the beginning, you, you know, she was asked two questions, and the first answer was yes. And yeah. yes is easy to say when the answer is yes. But right. when the answer is no and you don't want to say <laughs> no, then you get the gobbledygook.
0: Then you got to go with the lawyeres and talk about court precedents and uh, concepts of, of liberty and autonomy as handed down by the courts.
3: I like
2: that concept of liberty, though.
0: Concept of liberty.
2: I guess that was a concept of an answer.
0: <laughs> right. So is she a liberal? Is she full of crap? Yeah, I mean, you know what did again, what did you expect? I mean she's a black chick. she she you know you, you can mark up a couple of boxes there and I know I'm being cruel, but the president, your president said he wanted to appoint a black woman on the Supreme Court to the Supreme Court, and that's precisely what he did. He also picked somebody who is largely in uh, in support of the leftist agenda of this country right now. She uh, has given speeches in the past few years about CRT, critical race theory. Uh as a judge, uh she has uh been involved in progressive sentencing. You know, I mean she's she's a liberal. I mean that's obviously what they're doing. Just like when uh it's in a sense it's our turn to appoint uh, a Supreme Court justice, and Trump had two opportunities tend uh, to want to appoint conservatives. Senator Patrick Leahy out of Vermont is talking now, and what an old fart that guy is! There comes a point where you just got to let it go, baby, and retire, man. You're in your freaking 80s, dude. Politics is one of the few politics is one of the few uh, 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 industries, if you will, where you can keep doing it well into your 80s. You know what I mean? Some of these dudes just need to retire and go home and sleep for a while, including our president two one zero five nine if you have any thoughts two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five Should we listen to what drivel Patrick Leahy has to say time.
4: Judge Jackson, one of the topics we discussed in our meeting was our respective experiences uh, you as a former federal public defender, myself as a prosecutor, as a federal public defender here in Washington, you were assigned to and then representing clients who couldn't otherwise afford a lawyer. One of the valuable lessons I learned as a prosecutor was this, for a criminal justice system to function properly, you have to have skilled, dedicated lawyers on both sides of the issue, both the prosecutor and the defense attorney. It's equally essential for judges to have a nuanced and a balanced understanding of our criminal justice system if we're going to have justice done.
0: Oh, God, he's old. Now,
4: it, it's really concerning. It's confusing that some view your background as a federal public defender as some kind of a liability. Those of us who have spent time in courtrooms know you have to have both the skilled prosecutor, and a skilled defender. So
0: he's just talking about how great she is. He's Well, that's what the Democrats are going to do. They're not going to ask any tough questions. They're just going to tell you how great she is. Patrick <laughs> Good God, that guy's old. He's, so, he's older than Yoda. Chris, I bet that guy's like nine days older than Yoda. You know what I mean? Old, old guy. Reading off a piece of paper. Where have you seen that before? Oh right, the Oval Office. Uh, I I I got it on TV. I got Fox News on him. I don't have the volume up now, and he's just going on and on and on, doing some uh, senatorial butt kissing there of the of the justice, which is kind of cool for her because she doesn't have to answer any yes or no questions. She can just kind of sit there and look pleased. Is that drool coming out of Patrick? I'm sorry, I just thought I saw a fleck of drool coming out of Patrick Leahy's mouth, but I, I could be wrong. Well, that's, you know, I mean, look, look. first off, okay, if, if Chuck Rashley is going to be the standard for how Republicans are going to conduct themselves, they're going to be very civil and respectful of her. And ultimately that's good. Uh, a lot of times that does Republicans in because the other side is not quite, quite so nice. Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett. I mean, they, the, the Democrats had Brett Kavanaugh reduced to tears at one point. But, you know, that having been said, I still like being on the side that's civil. Because these proceedings should be civil. They should be. They, they, they This should be about the person's qualifications. Well, it's really already not about her qualifications because she's a black woman and that's why she was appointed. She was appointed because she's a black female, and because her opinion set is in line with the current leftist agenda. Now, if you thought it was going to be any different, then you know—I don't know why. Uh, this is not shocking. This is not surprising. Uh, it's 15 minutes. Let's see. Let's—I got time here. Let's take a let's take a call. Let's go to Ron on line one. Ron, how you doing?
2: Okay, Sean. Just listening, agreeing, and uh, yeah, she's there for a very specific reason, because she holds up the leftist end. And, and yeah. from what I've heard, she's she's covered uh, some rulings, major crime with a, or heavy crime with very light sentences, and that yeah. alone speaks. That speaks volumes. And it's like she knows why she's there. Which I wish would to ask her why do you think you're here? What was the psychology uh, for your your selection? And she'd uh-huh. have to. Going to dance around that, but yeah, it's 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 said that at least she's not going to change the complexion of the court, Sean. She's just not going to help it, and uh, right, right. So that's that's where we stand, and that's that's uh, where she stands. And I just hope you know she doesn't. She's not a gun grabber because uh, it's like you you determined she she danced around that uh, Second Amendment. Oh,
0: big time, big time, man. And I appreciate the call, big time. She danced around the Second Amendment question. And it's again, it's a pretty it's a yes or no question. Do you support an American's right to keep and bear arms? Yes or no? Uh 599 5555 San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News talk five fifty, KTSA, and FM one oh seven one. And we're back, News Talk 950, KTSA, FM 1071 i I'm Sean. We're hanging out, watching the uh, confirmation hearings in the Senate of uh, Justice Katanji Brown-Jackson. She is now talking to Patrick Leahy, who spent about 10 minutes talking about how great she is. Let's take a listen to see what, uh, what she's saying.
1: It doesn't mean that... Lawyers condone the behavior of their clients. they're making arguments on behalf of their clients in defense of the Constitution and in service of the court. and it is a service.
4: Now, I, I know uh, that uh, conversation uh, I, I'd mentioned my own experience as a prosecutor, I want the best defense attorney on the other side because you want to make sure that as the trial went on, everything was done properly and uh,
0: he's so old let's,
4: let's talk about guantanamo bay
0: uh, oh my god
4: controversial and we've had two presidents one republican one democrat who said they wish it could be closed but the fact is individuals were detained there the whole world was watching this we uh, i i know i heard from people i respect uh, throughout the world Asking questions about Guantanamo,
0: Guantanamo Bay,
4: and that's precisely the situation we want our best and our brightest lawyers to step into the fray. However, uh, okay, again, he's just kind of
0: kissing to... her butt uh, throughout his uh, very long uh, butt-kissing uh, sermon. There, and well, that's all he's doing. Uh, this is what. Let me, let me, uh, let me uh, make a uh, prediction here about how this thing's going to go. All the Republicans are going to ask her questions about, you know, the Constitution and how she feels about guns, how she feels about the border, how she feels about this, that, whereas all the Democrats are just going to kiss her butt. Just like Patrick Leahy is right now. And that's that's going to be about as exciting as this is going to get. Now, over the next uh, uh, 35 minutes or so, we'll, we'll cut in here and there when it looks like something interesting is happening. Uh, but so far, it's not all that interesting. Uh, so we'll see. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. They're talking now about defense lawyers, public defenders. They're talking about public defenders, who are people who uh, uh, defend folks who can't afford to retain their own lawyer. And uh, so now they're talking about public defenders for some bizarre reason. She just said, public defenders don't pick their clients. Um, Again, kind of a softball question. I'm assuming he's asking her what she thinks the role of public defenders are. Should they believe their clients? Should they not believe their clients? Is it more important that they just defend them or what have you? Uh, Fascinating stuff, right? Very fascinating. It's it's boring. In fact, the, the Democrats who, when Brett Kavanaugh was sitting at that table, when Amy Coney Barrett was sitting at that table, were rabid weirdos, were, were, were junkyard dogs on both candidates. But now, because it's one of their own, they're going to just take it nice and easy. Chris, do you think any of the senators, will, any of the Democrats will ask her like, what her favorite cake is? You know what I mean? Judge uh, uh, Brown Jackson, what, what is your favorite hostess product? Do you like Twinkies?
2: You know, the president likes chocolate, chocolate chip. What do you like?
0: Do you like, what kind of ice cream do you like?
2: Big gay ice cream is the best.
0: Big gay, you like big gay ice cream there? Mm. But they'll be asking, <laughs> they'll be asking her questions like that. Questions that aren't really, you know, aren't uh, <laughs> aren't going to be too difficult on her. 210 210 uh we're going to take a break but first let me tell you about my friends at lifestyles unlimited let me ask you some questions first do you want to retire in 5 years or less do you want to grow your passive income until it until uh, it is bigger than your is more than your your uh, employment income do you uh like all this the sound of this stuff of again retiring in 5 years or less growing your passive income until it surpasses your employment income If so, then you need to talk to my friends at Lifestyles Unlimited. They're a real estate education mentor group right here in San Antonio. And I tell you what, real estate is ongoing because everybody needs a place to live. So you're always going to have work. They've got over 30 years experience at Lifestyles, teaching folks like you, step-by-step, how to successfully invest in both single-family and multifamily properties. Uh, And they have an online course. Go to this website, financialfreedom.com livestream.com Uh use my last name as your promo code rima r-i-m-a and you will get the financial freedom membership uh, that is usually 740 bucks for only 297 bucks for a two-year me- membership that's a great dealio at financial freedom Livestream.com. again use my last name as your promo code that's rima r-i-m-a all in caps and get that great discount at lifestyles unlimited they also have in-person options available for you right here in town but your journey begins with the uh website financial freedom Livestream.com promo code rima that's r-i-m-a all caps begin your path to retiring in five years or less at financial freedom Livestream.com. again promo code rima and we're back news talk 550 ktsa fm 1071 i'm sean hi how are you watching the thrill-a-minute uh, Senate hearings of uh, of Judge Katanji Brown Jackson? Just some seriously thrilling stuff. Watching Patrick Leahy uh, ramble uh, on about uh, public defenders, and uh, again, and I think you, everybody would, would agree with me on this: the Democrats are being very nice, and they're doing a fair amount of butt-kissing. And the Republicans are being very civil and asking uh, pointed questions, though, about, you know, wh- wh- where she stands on thir- certain things like gun rights, free speech. And uh, so far, it's a real snooze fest. I mean, I'm just being honest with you because it's, it's a real snooze fest. But I'm glad that, uh, that our side, if you will, is being civil. Don't become your freaking enemy, man. Don't go nasty and low just because they go nasty and low. Uh, still, it doesn't exactly make for exciting television watching, does it? I just saw something that bothered me, and I, I, I want to bring uh, Don and, and Chris into this briefly because it's, it's, I'm, I'm, maybe it's because I just physically look old now, uh, which I do uh, after uh, you know going through all this hospital business, uh, three months worth of this. Well, and I, I've had two other medical things happen over the past couple of years and I' it's aged me
3: why do you say it's that aged, Santa
0: it's see, see how you are it's aged me like Moses coming down off of Mount Sinai man uh but I'm realizing how first off how quickly time goes and how freaking old everybody else is who's my age like well I mean we're all in our 50s now and I was on online, and one of my favorite, I love uh, Nevermind by Nirvana. It's one of my favorite records. That record is 30 freaking years old this year. 30, Nevermind is 30 freaking years old. And so I've been looking at a lot of Nirvana stuff on, on YouTube and online and on social media. Uh, just because that record's been in my mind and do we all know who pat smear is chris you know who pat smear is right i know don morgan knows who pat smear is uh he's a guitar player a very good guitar player and he played with nirvana uh pretty much in all their records and especially on the concert you know when they were touring pat would go out with them and then after uh nirvana broke up after the death of kurt cobain then pat smear went to play for the foo fighters and the freaking Foo Fighters have been around for, you know, damn near 30 years, well, 25 years. And they suck. I I know there's probably one or two Foo Fighter fans here in the in the audience. But I can't stand the Foo Fighters. I'm not a I'm not a big fan. I still see Nirvana's drummer, okay? But god, Dave Grohl's going to But I just saw Pat Smear is in his 60s, man. Yeah, I'm going to look it up here on my little clever little phone here. And it's just, you know, I'm not uh, being an old fart here. Maybe I am. Chris, am I being an old fart? Yes. Pat Smear is in his 60s.
2: make sure you say Pat Smear.
0: I am. Pat Smear. That's his name. I I know it's supposed to be named after something else. But that's the dude's name. Pat Smear Age. Dude, he's 62 years of age. He is 62 the the guitar the lead guitar player for Nirvana is 62 years of age. And I don't know if Don Morgan has had this feeling himself, but I know that it's like I just woke up what maybe it's just cuz I screwed off so much of my life, but it's like I just woke up and everybody's freaking old all of a sudden. It's just it's weird. It's messing with my head.
2: That's what happens because, when you I mean, don't I'm, remember anything.
0: Well, I'm Well, see there ah, there you go. I had a couple of things I forgot about, like the '80s, '90s, most of it. You know, I and I'm I'm still a very in a very positive place. I'm actually in a very very positive place after going through all this weird stuff uh, over the past few months. I I have a uh, I got one more procedure. Well, actually, I got two procedures on one day. In that, I have a large bump on my belly, and apparently, it's a hernia. So I went to the, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, so I got a freaking hernia, which is not uncommon. And I got this other thing hanging off me. And so on Wednesday, I won't be here Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week because I go to have the hernia taken care of and this thing hanging off me removed. And then hopefully I can uh, uh, start going back to normal after uh, that procedure.
2: So the large bump on your belly is not your belly.
0: It's not my belly. It's a secondary bump. It's a hernia. I thought it was a fluid buildup of some kind, which is also not uncommon with what I have. But I have a freaking hernia. Uh, And uh, uh, so we'll be taking care of that again uh, next Wednesday. I go in to the OR to have that dealt with. Um, Where was I going with this? Uh, The the point being is that I, I, I have come out of this with a very positive attitude about life. Uh, and it's kind of, uh, open, this whole experience has kind of opened my eyes to, you know, what's important, what's not important, my faith, a lot of spiritual stuff I'm really working pretty hard on right now, getting reconnected with God and my faith. Uh, but that having been said, it's like, I just sort of woke up and realized everybody's thinking old, including me, even though being in your fifties isn't old, I don't think being in your fifties is old. But, damn, when you get Pat Smear's age and and you in your 60s, now being in your 60s is old. Once you hit your 60s, I'm sorry, then you're getting old. Then, yeah, 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 then you're like, (coughs) oh, I got secondary hernias just there. I'm kidding. Oh, my, uh, I have uh, my own personal medical advisor who's also my very good friend, Randy, who uh, I call him Bones. And uh, I just got a text from Bones. My hernia... Is my intestines put trying to get out? My intestines are trying to push themselves out through my body.
2: <laughs> oh, god, that's so weird! Oh god,
0: uh, 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 I've seen my own intestines. They're out They're out. They're outsies, not insies. So I'm just saying, everybody like freaking Chris Navasal, no- the bass player for Nirvana. He's fifty-six. I'm older than Dave Grohl by about a year. And God, if I got to see that damn lasagna commercial one more time, holy crap, with Dave Grohl screaming about lasagna, God, I hate that commercial. And I hate the Foo Fighters. There, I said it again. Every damn song sounds like Everlong. Every song sounds like Everlong. Everyone does. Where are we? Uh, okay, let's listen to a little bit of the hearings here. Uh, Lindsey Graham is talking.
3: Two years when she was appointed the D.C. Circuit? I didn't know that. Did you know that Joe Biden actively filibustered Janice Rogers Brown? I
1: did not know that.
3: Did you know that he told Face the Nation if Bush nominates her for the Supreme Court, I can assure you that would be a very, very, very difficult fight and she probably would be filibustered. Is that news to you too? Yes. Now that you know that, how do you feel about it?
1: Senator, I can't speak to something that I just learned two seconds ago in your okay, fair enough. conversation with me.
3: Fair enough. Um, you're in the Black Law School Society, right? At the Harvard. Black Law Students Association. Okay, okay, Black Law Students Association. Yes. You're a member at Harvard. Yes. And in sometime the Mr. Jeffries thing, do you remember that whole dust up? He got
1: only in um, preparation for this, and I think it, I was in college at the time. It was my senior year of college.
3: Okay, so you were actually in the group when he was invited to speak?
1: I don't know which group um, invited him to speak. I was a black student at Harvard, both in the Harvard Undergraduate mm-hmm. Black Students Association and the Harvard
3: Law School Black Students right. Association. Do you um, remember going to a speech given by Mr. Jeffries? I think he's the uncle of the King Jeffries. I did not go to a speech okay. given by Mr. Jeffries. Are you now familiar with the press reports about what Mr. Jeffries' views are?
1: Just in preparation for
3: this. Okay, and you do, do you associate yourself with those views?
1: I do not, Senator.
3: As a matter of fact, he's been called by many as very anti-Semitic. He called you skunk who stink up the place. You don't agree with that, do you?
1: I do not, Senator. And it would be wrong <laughs> well, for go. me
3: or anybody else to hold his statement right. against you because he spoke at some group you're a member of, right? All right, there we go. Well,
0: Lindsey's going for the gusto uh, himself there. Uh, we're going to take a little breaky-wakey-wakey. Uh, it's your old weird Uncle Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA to Sean Reimers. Sean. Watching the thrilling uh, Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson Senate hearings for her confirmation to the Scotties, the, Supreme Court, of the uh, Supreme Court of the United States of America. And uh, in the opening, she's been grilled by Lindsey Graham on past associations when she was at Yale. Uh, Chuck Grassley had had started off asking her about the Second Amendment, the First Amendment. And uh, Patrick Leahy, I'm just recapping the first hour for you. Patrick Leahy, who is extremely old, just kind of kissed her butt for about 20 minutes. Told her how great she was. Uh, so these are some thrilling proceedings. And uh, because it's my job, I imagine I'll keep watching this happy crap for the, uh, for the rest of the day. Because it's expected to go on all damn day long. And, I, you know, I do appreciate that the Republicans are being civil, even though they're asking difficult questions. Don't become your enemy. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Even though maybe it would work better for that side of things, if they did get nasty and did wallow wallow around in the mud like the Democrats did with uh, Kavanaugh and, and, and Coney Barrett. But, you know, why? Why, why, do, why would anybody want to be that? I mean, they were disgraceful. And I think more and more people are waking up to this crap. I, I really do. I really believe people are waking up. And I'm going to say it outright, and if it bothers you, it bothers you. I think a lot of people are waking up to what soulless scumbags the democrats really are oh, we got steve don't we we still have steve well there you we are how are you yes, doing
2: sir? man sean I, I want to point out that we are all supposed to we are all supposed to believe that she is qualified yet she cannot she's incapable of answering very simple very basic questions there is also a whole lot that she does not remember There is a whole lot that she doesn't know. She's telling us. I don't know. I don't don't know that. I was unaware of that. I was unaware of that. I want to make it clear. Make no mistake. She is not being sent up by the Democrats to uphold the law and to, and to implement justice for all. She is being sent up to be a dissenter, to be a disruptor on the Supreme Court, to disrupt the workings of the Supreme Court. And if I heard correctly, during one of your commercial breaks, I think she was on stating that her father was a lawyer. Yes. So her father, back when she was a little girl, with all the systemic racism that we are supposed to believe has existed, right. always existed, and continues to exist, her father, all those years ago, was, was still able and capable of reaching uh, 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 the the status of being an attorney, but right. today's minorities cannot do that.
0: That's an it's, excellent point.
2: <laughs> You're I'm, absolutely right. I tell you, I hear I hear things like that, and it just infuriates me because I know the Democrats are listening, the minorities are listening, and they're being told you cannot do it. Systemic racism is everywhere, but yet fifty right. years ago, forty years ago, when she was a little girl, her father rose to the level of attorney.
0: Right. Excellent point, Steve. I'm going to have to uh, drop you there because we're almost out of time for this hour. But that's a fair point. Uh, And I said it earlier today, there is systemic racism in America, but it's being created right now. And the systemic racism uh, is, frankly, against Caucasians because we're inherently racist just by being born white. Uh, So, you know, again, Biden said he was going to appoint a black woman to the Supreme Court, and that's what he has done. Uh, I don't know at what point America evolves to the place where we stop uh, appointing people or hiring people simply because of their skin color and because they check off several boxes. But if you really, truly want to live in a post-racial America, that's where we got to get. That's where we have to arrive. And that's going to do it for me. I'll be back tomorrow. Trey Ware also returns tomorrow to the... Uh, 550 KTSA Morning News at 5 a.m. So we'll see you then. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.